And their challenge, as you know, Andrew, is they don't make money on the, the base business of selling, designing, and manufacturing vehicles. Hi, I'm Remo. This is the channel where I attract you with Tesla videos to secretly teach you some deeper lessons. But first of all, thank you for watching my first two videos. Each video now has more than 500 views, which completely blows me away. Before we continue, please pause the video and just say hello in the comments and also where you're from. I'd love to get a feeling of who is watching. And if you liked my videos so far, please give me a thumbs up. That helps a lot with the YouTube algorithm. In today's video, we're gonna talk about Tesla's margins and profitability and how this will likely evolve in the future. Let's get into it. So here's a clip of former Ford CEO, Mark Fields. And their challenge, as you know, Andrew, is they don't make money on the, the base business of selling, designing, and manufacturing vehicles. They make it on the regulatory credits, they make it on other services, whether it's insurance or selling things like full service driving. They absolutely need to make sure they improve their margins on their vehicles. Did you hear that? Full, full service driving? So let's look at Tesla's margins in the last five quarters. The automotive gross margin has grown from 22% to more than 27%. And the total gross margin from roughly 19% to 23%. People love to talk about the regulatory credits, which are an important source of profit in the short term, but in the long term really don't play a significant role. Let's just look at the last two quarters. From Q2 to Q3, the regulatory credit revenue actually stayed flat, but the total gross profit grew by 800 million. So as Tesla continues to ramp up from 500,000 vehicles to a million this year to 2 million next year, the regulatory credits become just a rounding error. So dear Tesla critics, if that's everything that you can come up with at this time, it's obvious to me that you're running out of arguments. To be fair, Tesla's software revenues are currently mixed up in the automotive revenues. In my opinion, Tesla should separate the software revenues from the hardware revenues so we can get a clearer picture of the profitability of the hardware business and the software business. Most analysts compare Tesla to other auto manufacturers, but in my opinion, that's the wrong comparison. It's like comparing Apple to Nokia in 2007. It just doesn't make any sense. When it comes to margins and profitability, Tesla is closer to Apple than to other car manufacturers. And in the long term, I am convinced that Tesla will have gross margins that are very similar to Apple in the 35 to 40% range. Apple has a very unique mix of premium hardware and premium software. And I believe that Tesla will have very similar characteristics in the future. So what about net profit margin? Apple has currently a net profit margin of roughly 20%. Will Tesla be able to achieve the same? In terms of profit, I believe that the best comparison for Tesla is a company like Ferrari, which is able to achieve net profit margins of 15%. So I think it is likely that Tesla can achieve 10 to 15% in the future. These superior economics will allow them to continue to aggressively invest into growth, R&D, and new lines of business. The company Monroe and Associates has spent months tearing down a Tesla Model Y. They have documented the whole process on YouTube and I can highly recommend you to watch it. 
Here's what Sandy Monroe had to say. These guys here are doing something that's a step change beyond everyone else. And this car should be a wake up call for anyone who's manufacturing anything, regardless of whether it's a cell phone or a car or an airplane or anything else in the marketplace. Tell me how many Wall Street analysts have actually watched these videos? I have watched all of them and Tesla's speed of innovation is mind boggling. The mega casting um, represents a significant jump in innovation when it comes to body structure. We've seen many other OEMs use smaller cast nodes throughout their vehicles, specifically in the rear quarter and front shock towers, but nothing of this scale. This spans the full width of the body. Tesla's talked about combining the two existing castings into one and potentially even incorporating more, more than one into the forward body structure. And that single casting will be definitely a game changer. This is just one of many innovations. This not only makes the product better, but more importantly, it simplifies the manufacturing process and makes it cheaper and more efficient. Nobody else is doing this. And this is just one example. We have the octavalve, we have the heat pump, we have the structural battery pack. I could go on and on and on. And Tesla is not stopping there. They're constantly improving both the cars and the manufacturing process. Tesla has no model years. Whenever they have an improvement, they just implement it into the line continuously. So each month the cars are getting better, the manufacturing process is getting more efficient and the manufacturing costs are coming down. The same is true for their factories. Each factory that they built is cheaper and more efficient. So let's have a look at their capital efficiency. So let's look at the left side of this chart. Most of this money has been spent to ramp up the Model 3 production. And on the right side of this chart, they have built the Giga Shanghai Model 3 line, the Giga Shanghai Model Y line, they have started building Giga Berlin, and they have not even reached the same capital expenditures per quarter as in 2017. They have become so efficient with their capital spending, it's insane. So here's what Tesla had to say in their latest SEC filing. We currently expect our capital expenditures to be at the high end of our range in 2020 and increase to 4.5 to 6 billion in each of the next two fiscal years. We expect that the cash we generate from our core operations will generally be sufficient to cover our future capital expenditures and to pay down our near-term debt obligations, although we may choose to seek alternative financing sources. And that, my friends, brings us to the lesson of the day. We're going back to 100 Baggers, which is probably my favorite investment book of all time. It's a study of companies that have grown their stock price 100 times or more and what we can learn from that. One of the key lessons from this book is to focus on owner operators. These are the visionary founders that are still running the company. People like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk. Why? Because they have skin in the game, they understand the company, and most importantly, they have a long-term perspective. They are not just hired guns for two to four years, like most managers in other companies. These are true long-term operators. This principle is so important that I have made this a key principle for my own investing philosophy. 
the vast majority of my own portfolio is invested in owner operators and it has worked out pretty well so far. What I like about this strategy is not only the performance and the alignment of incentives, but I also love that I understand it personally. Because as an entrepreneur, I have been running companies myself and I know what it feels like to be an owner operator. But also it makes selecting stocks so much easier because globally you have tens of thousands of publicly traded companies that you can buy. So you need filters to limit your investment universe. And for me, one of the best filters that exists is to focus on owner operators. And of course, if you read a book like that, you immediately ask yourself, where do I find the next 100 bagger and how do I identify them? Unfortunately, I have not found the secret recipe. So for the time being, I'm focusing on late stage 100 baggers. Companies like Tesla or Amazon, which are unlikely to be 100 baggers from this point, but they still continue on the same trajectory with a very long runway to go. As always, this is just my opinion and not investment advice. Always do your own research before investing. I'm Remo Herek and this is the channel where I attract you with Tesla videos to secretly teach you a deeper lesson. If you like this video, please give me a thumbs up and subscribe to this channel so you don't miss any future videos. Also, let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Do you agree that Tesla's profitability and margins will be closer to Apple and Ferrari than to the traditional auto manufacturers? And of course, if you have any ideas for future videos, please let me know. I read all your comments. Check out the links in the description below where you find all the resources I have used to make this video. If you'd like to further support the channel, check out my training program on personal finance linked in the description below. It's a two hour crash course about everything I know about money and investing, and it will help develop your own investing strategy and philosophy. Either way, the best form of support is you being here watching. So thanks again.